When you were a kid, was it your dream to own your own business? I'm guessing for the majority of you, that's not likely how the story went. Maybe your business accidentally fell into your lap, and now you're in it, but you're completely unsure of what you're doing. You feel like you're just totally winging it and hoping that your business grows. If that's you right now, you're not alone. And if you're not in that boat right now, I'm sure you can relate back to when you were. I feel like that's how we all start. I've spoken to so many photographers and we all share a very similar journey of how our photography business started. We weren't really in it for the business. We were in it for the fun. We were in it for a creative escape. We were in it to maybe just capture memories for our family. And then one day someone wanted to hire us and we got this brilliant idea that maybe we could make some extra money. But maybe you're ready for something more and you really want to take this side hustle business and turn it into something bigger for your family. So in today's episode, I want to share with you the recording from my presentation at the Focused Mom Photographer Summit, and it's called How to Run Your Photography Business Like a CEO. And if this is a brand new concept to you, or maybe it's just somewhat new, I promise this will completely change your business if you let it. I am so excited for you. So let's get to it. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey there, mama. Welcome to how to run your photography business like a CEO. I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm your host of the Focus Mom Photographer Summit, Ashley Freehan, and this topic today is going to be a great one. I am so proud of you for taking the time out of your day to listen to today's presentation. Now, before we get started, I want to give you an overview of what you can expect. So we're going to be covering things today such as employee mindset versus CEO mindset. What is a CEO date and why do you need one? And then of course, we're going to be going even deeper into what you need to focus on as the CEO in your photography business. But before we jump right in, I really want you to get the most from this training and all the trainings in the summit this week. So first of all, I would love for you to turn off all distractions. Now, I know it's not easy to turn off your children. They can be a definite distraction for sure. Sometimes I wish they had a mute button, but they don't. And so that's okay. But as much as you can, try to minimize those distractions. 
grab a notebook and a pen and get ready to take some notes. And I want you to have an open mind as we go through this talk today. There might be some new concepts and some new strategies. There might be some mindset shifts that you need to make. And so it's important to give yourself that space to sort of think about something in a new perspective and a new light and also give yourself time to actually implement the strategies you learn here today and throughout the entire week here at the summit. And of course, I want you to be writing down any questions that you think of, like specific questions to maybe the specific journey that you're on right now. I think that is so valuable and important to bring questions um, to the Q&A where you can get a little bit more of that focused support and help. Okay, I want to take just a few minutes to introduce myself even further so you get to know a little bit more about me. So of course, you know my name is Ashley Freehan, and I always first and foremost like to introduce myself um, with the premise of my faith and how important my relationship with God is. And it's really the foundation of my business and my life. And so I always like to start there because honestly, without my relationship with God, the purpose gathering wouldn't even exist. This was actually an idea that came to fruition about three years ago. And it was really something that God laid on my heart. And so I founded the purpose gathering, which is an online platform for mom photographers to support and educate you and to help you just know that you are not alone. I am also the creator of Side Hustler to CEO, which is a six-month group coaching program that will help you transform your accidental photography business into a simply manageable and profitable one, but without sacrificing your family or your sanity in the process. I am also a brand photographer for female business owners. And as you can see, pictured on the right here is my family. So I have been married to my high school sweetheart, Travis, for 14 years. We have a eight-year-old son named Jaden and our 11-year-old daughter named Scarlett. Now, you will find me on off days when I'm not working, reading nonfiction books, watching all the YouTube videos on home decor, and I love doing DIY projects with Travis. He is super handy. So I love sharing that about myself just so that you kind of know who I am as a person outside of an educator. Okay, but let's get into why you're here today. Let's just cut to the chase. I'm going to just jump right in. I want to give you the four keys to becoming the CEO in your photography business. Number one, own your role as the CEO. Number two, manage your time well, no matter how much time you have, whether it's five hours a week, 20 hours a week, or 35 hours a week or more. Manage your time well. Number three is streamline your processes. Get really crystal clear on what processes you need and how to make them as efficient as possible. And then finally, focus on increasing profitability. Now you might look at that list and be like, hey Ash, that looks familiar. Yes, it is. It's so familiar. It's because it is how I structured the summit. I wanted to give you these four keys because it's so important that you step into this role as CEO. And there are so many amazing expert speakers here at the summit that are going to help you do just that. So I want you to commit to attending at least one to two of these presentations each day of the summit. 
It's really important. I know that time is so limited, but just one to two would be absolutely game changing for your business. And don't forget, you can do all of these right from your phone. Okay, so do you own the role as CEO in your business? I really want you to think about that right now and really start to understand the concept. Of course, that is what this presentation is about, but I, I want you to kind of marinate on that question as we're chatting. So I'm gonna move this out of the way so you can see my slides here. Okay, so let's talk about the employee mindset. So this is the mindset that I think everybody starts with, right? You probably fell into a business. That's why I call it an accidental business. You loved photography and then it actually turned into a business when people started wanting to hire you, right? And so you just went into work completion mode. So you just were checking off the to-do list. You had a list of things to do and you were checking it off. You were maybe waiting for the approval of other people to get things done. Maybe letting your inbox be your to-do list. Whatever people needed, that's what you did. And you're also really present-minded when you are in the employee mindset. You are thinking about what is happening now. You are only focused on putting out the immediate fires in your business right now. And you're not thinking about anything else. So let's talk about the CEO mindset. This is where I want you to be. This is where I want you to shift. And this is not necessarily working in your business. This is working on your business. So this is future focused. You're thinking about the big picture. You're obsessed with results and profitability and efficiency. And you're always trying to make things better for your clients, better experience for you as the business owner. You're trying to streamline things and make sure that they are more efficient. Those are CEO high level work tasks. And you're always looking for ways to be better. That is working on your business. And you might be wondering right now, like what that even feels like, right? You're like, wow, that'd be so cool if I actually had the time to work on my business instead of just do all the busy work tasks of working in my business. So which mindset do you have? Have you crossed over to that CEO mindset yet? Is that still something that's relatively new to you? You might also be thinking, I am a one woman show. Like, how can I do this? I can't even make time for this. But I want you to first consider the cost. If you keep running your business the way you're running it as an employee, you'll likely be living in feast or famine mode forever right? Just feeling like you're barely treading water. You're never getting ahead. I don't want that for you. What about committing to the CEO work? This is something that I think is so important. If you learn nothing else from this presentation, I hope that you will land here, that you will commit to being the CEO, that you own this role, and that you will do what you can to learn what I'm about to teach you, that you will even go deeper, that today will be the day that you stop winging it in your business, okay? I need you to draw a line in the sand and say, that's it. I am done treating this just like a hobby and I am ready to own my role as CEO. Now, 
When I hear that word CEO, or I guess I should say when I used to hear that word CEO, I used to think that was like some boring, stuffy corporate title. Like I just thought, I don't want to be a CEO like that does not sound like the status that I want. I do not want to work 40 to 60 hours a week on my business. Like, no, thank you. CEO status. No, I don't want that. And that might be you right now too, where you're like, Ashley, I am cool where I am. I am comfortable just doing this as a side business. And I want to be clear. I don't mean that when you own this role as the CEO, that means you have to do this full-time hours. I don't mean that you have to, you know, do whatever you don't want to do. I just mean that you are going to just go at this business thing from a different perspective that you're not going to be winging it anymore and you're going to have a plan and you're going to own that you are in charge. So every business needs a CEO and you are yours, whether you like it or not. Okay. Make this commitment today that you are going to be the CEO. Now I want you to create a standing time block that's weekly where you focus only on CEO work and make this fun. Now, I know this might be hard because you're like, Ash, you don't know. I have such limited hours. Girl, I do know. I have limited hours too. I homeschool my two kids. I run two different businesses. I have a husband. I have church obligations and things that I do. I volunteer. I have a, a family, right? My extended family. I'm an auntie. I'm a daughter. I have all the roles, all the juggling too. So I get it. I totally get it. But if you do not make the time to own this role, then again, you're always going to be living in that feast or famine mode. You're always going to be wondering, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm sitting down to work and I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, so I want you to create this CEO block. For me, it happens on the weekend. My husband knows that I have CEO time set aside every week. So three out of the four weeks in the month, I do a two hour block. I go to Starbucks, I grab my favorite drink, and I focus on working on future focus tasks in my business. And then on the fourth week of the month, I do a four hour time block, which is just an even like more specific time where I dive deeper on CEO work. So let me give you a couple of examples of this CEO work here. So we're going to talk right here about strategizing, planning, streamlining, and maximizing your efficiency. This is where marketing comes in and you're thinking about your client experience, the processes that you're going to go through, the workflow. You're going to be looking for visibility and partnership opportunities. We're going to talk more about this a little bit later in the presentation, but I kind of wanted to just give you a quick overview right now of some of these CEO high-level tasks. Also, you're going to be tracking metrics, evaluating your growth. Time tracking is one of the most important things that you can do as the CEO of your business because a lot of us we just don't know where our time goes, right? And time tracking might sound really tedious. It might sound really boring. And you're like, Ugh, I just don't want to do it. But there's this really cool app called Toggle. And it's if you go to toggle.com, you can sign up for a free account. And then you can get a Google Chrome extension. And anytime you sit down to work, you just click on the Google Chrome extension. And it pops up. And it allows you to write down what you're working on. And then you just hit start. And it starts to time track for you. Now, of course, the hardest part is remembering to start and stop it. 
but I have become super excited about it because I really want to see where my time is going. If you don't know where your time is going, you can't really you know, easily assess what you're spending your time on and if it's actually driving revenue for your business, if it's actually something you should be spending your time on. So I highly recommend Toggle. And you also wanna be working on managing your budget and your finances. Now again, that's not a super sexy topic. It's not my favorite to be 100% honest, um, but it's one of those things that as the CEO, you have to learn how to do it, or you have to learn how to, um, or you have to hire someone, I guess is what I'm trying to say, who loves to do it. Um, and be sure to grab, um, or be sure to catch Madison Dearly, Madison Brown, her business is Madison Dearly. She has a whole presentation about finances. Okay, and then last but not least here, you need to surround yourself with CEO-minded resources. So this was a big game changer for me when I heard about the concept of owning this role as CEO, I started to surround myself with that verbiage. So I would read books, I would listen to podcasts, I have business besties who also own this role so that we can work together and talk to each other. And also online education. I mentioned that I'm the creator of the Side Hustler to CEO coaching program, and I literally have taken those four keys to becoming the photography, the CEO in your photography business, and I've made it into an actionable step-by-step -step program. So there are tons of resources out there if you are ready to take the next step. Okay, let me move my face back over here. I, I wish I could make this smaller. I think that's as small as it goes. Okay, so I want to make this a little bit more clear for you as far as what to focus on as the CEO. Like, how do you simplify your photography business? There is so much to do. There are so many things vying for our attention. Like, what should you even do? So I want to just give you five really tangible areas in which I believe you should be focusing your time on and Everything else that doesn't fit into these goals should probably not be on your list right now. Okay. Maybe they'll be, um, like future. Just put it in your like shiny object list, things that you want to look at or maybe think about in the future. But number one, I want you to focus on visibility. Okay. I think a lot of photographers struggle with marketing because it feels like, again, like such a corporate word. It feels really scary. But when you think of marketing as just being visible, it kind of like lessens the scare factor, right? Okay. So you are just being visible. You are just making people aware of what it is that you do. So it's really important that you are brainstorming ideas of how to be more visible. Okay, so this could be doing um, Instagram takeovers with complimentary businesses. This could mean doing coffee dates with um, wedding vendor professionals that you want to network with. This could mean that you are, um, let's see, I have profit strategy on here too. So that's just another way that I want you to be working on visibility and being seen. I kind of jumped ahead a little bit when I was talking about relationship marketing. Um, this is another key component when you are thinking about growing your photography business is networking, engaging with those other vendors. So 
I, at the beginning of my photography career, did not want to network with other photographers. But what I have found is those photographers are the ones who bring me the most referrals. And so don't shy away from connecting with other photographers. It's really awesome to connect with other photographers who are not in the same niche as you, because then you can refer them maybe like newborn clients when you do weddings or they can refer you brand clients when they do weddings or something like that. So don't underestimate the power of networking with other photographers and other vendors. Okay. I think that's really important as well. So the visibility and relationship marketing are two separate pieces, but I think that they really complement each other well. When you're also thinking about relationship marketing, I also want you to think about connecting with potential clients. So really putting yourself out there as a friend, as an expert in the industry, but also as an approachable friend. Because I have had a ton of clients in the past reach out to me and want to hire me because I took the time to just engage with them. When they engaged on my stuff, I engaged back and we just created a rapport and a relationship. And it wasn't one-sided. It wasn't like I was reaching out to them to hopefully get them to hire me. It was more so like I'm reaching out to them because I want to create a relationship with them. Because the more relationships that we have with people, the deeper our relationships go, the more likely they are to refer us when they know of somebody in the future. So it's not always wanting to get their business right now, but it's also thinking about future business as well. So I think client communication is one of those things that is so important to stay on top of. Okay, next let's talk about nurturing. So this is about providing value and staying top of mind to those who are following you. Okay, so again, we don't wanna get on our social media platform or whatever platform that we are using and just talk business. Because if somebody doesn't need a photographer at that time, they're probably not gonna wanna stick around. I want you to think about the business, one of the, or maybe two of the businesses that you love the most on Instagram. And I want you to think about why you follow them. I guarantee, or I would like to bet that it's probably not because of what they do. It's probably because of who they are. Like you love watching their stories because you like the behind the scenes. Yeah, their business might be cool, but you really are invested because of them. And so it's important that you go a step further and that you really connect with people on a deeper level. So it's important too that you own your own platform. And I know you've heard this before. This is not news to you, but I know so many of you watching right now know this, but haven't embraced it. And so I want you to think about this. What platform are you using to nurture your audience? If you are only using social media, you need to pick another platform. I recommend always starting with a blog because I think that's easy for every photographer to have. And then you can repurpose your blog content onto social media. Now, also some other options are doing a podcast or having a YouTube channel. Those are a little bit more advanced, but of course, those are really awesome as well. Okay, next, I want you to focus on your invite strategy. So you've connected with someone. Now, what's the next step? Are you going to have them fill out a contact form? Are they going to hop on a call with you? This is where your messaging really comes into play, your website copy, your client communication, and your sales skills. So these things are the things that I really want you to focus on when it comes to that invite strategy. I think a lot of people 
feel like they have a visibility issue. And they're like, gosh, not a lot of people know about me. I need to do more marketing. I need to do more marketing. But really what you need to do is more inviting. You need to take that step of asking, hey, you know, I have mini sessions. Do you know anybody who might be looking for a mini session? That could be a really awesome in way to invite, right? Invite people along with you to learn more about you or even ask people. I used to do this too at the very beginning was like asking people who I knew, maybe they were past clients and I was inviting them to be a part of spreading the word that I had a new service or I had a new offer or I had many sessions coming up. And so I think sometimes we just wait for people to come to us and we are a little bit shy about stepping out and boldly inviting people to work with us. Okay, now let's talk about an epic client experience. So I want you to be thinking too, as the CEO in your photography business, it's important that you're always thinking about this. How can I deliver an incredible experience to my clients? This is gonna lead to repeat clients and amazing referrals. And so that's where systems and workflows really come into play. Oh my goodness. Okay, so how are you feeling right now? I just gave you a lot of information. It's okay to feel a little overwhelmed. I want you to take a deep, calming breath right now. It's okay. Okay, I want you to make a commitment. Remember how we talked about this earlier today? I want you to make a commitment that you are no longer going to be winging this business thing, okay? You are going to own this role as CEO of your photography business. Next, I want you to write down three of your biggest takeaways from today's presentation, and I want you to write down some action steps that you need to be working on. I just noticed that I missed some of those words in there, but hopefully you can, you can get the idea. Okay, so I recommend starting with a weekly CEO date. So if you need to talk to your spouse about this or maybe grab a babysitter or trade babysitting with a friend to get this CEO date on your calendar every single week, do whatever it is that you have to do to get this on the calendar. I promise you it will be a game changer. All right, mama, you've got this. I am always here rooting for you and I know that you can do this. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.